Hello, lovely listeners, and welcome to another episode of History Creeps. I am one of your doofus co-hosts, Carter Johnson, and with me are my fellow doofuses, yeah. uh, Johnny Townsend. That's doofusai, I believe, when there's more than one. Is it like octopi? I don't. I don't actually know. I'm a doofus. Well, it could. It could be. And Chris Chavez. And here I thought it was pronounced doofuses. Ooh. You know, I once I once heard that in a movie where a girl called a guy an asshole, and he was like, actually, it's pronounced Asholay. <laughs> but... <laughs> Do you remember what movie that is? I kind of want to watch it now. Uh, it's, it's called Two Ninas, and the girl that calls him an asshole is actually the real-life voice of Jasmine from the original Aladdin. Oh, oh. man. Who is a very good-looking blonde white woman. Oh, even more say, interesting, right? She's Yeah, it took me forever to figure... Ellen pointed it out, and I was like, Holy crap, that is that is Jasmine. Like then, I was thinking about her voice in my head when she's like, you're well, an asshole. And even then, well, you're just kind of like, I can't make that work. This yeah, doesn't look right. I can't make the connection between Man, the two. I'll tell you guys what. I'll tell you guys what. It's it's a whole new world. <laughs> it is, it is nice. now. Don't you dare close your eyes. Not at all. <laughs> Which, let me, uh, real quick, this is completely not even creepy, but just to throw it your guys' way, did you see this new trailer for Aladdin? I did, and yes. it actually made me kind of be like, all right, okay, same, uh, I'm same, down for this. I'll watch same. this. Same. Uh, originally, I was like, yeah, no thanks. Uh, I saw images of Will Smith on Entertainment Weekly, and I'm like, yeah, this just doesn't feel right. Also, I love Robin Williams. I saw the teaser for it where all they showed was kind of like the, uh, the, the tiger head cave and a quick little thing with Jafar and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I don't like that the fact that Jafar is kind of young. Uh, and then I saw the trailer. And all of a sudden, the music from the 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 the, the cartoon was there. Uh, it looked very like bright and colorful. Uh, so much of it looked like it was literally lifted from the the animation. And then the songs yeah. were there. The songs. Uh, and then Will Smith was blue, and he was actually kind of funny. And there was some really sweet like genie, you know, special effects going on. Yeah, uh, I'm down, dude. I can't wait to see uh, yeah. this. I think I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that Aladdin is one of those Disney movies that came out when we were kids. Yeah. That yeah. we could actually go to the theater and see. You know, it's not like yeah. Cinderella or Snow White yeah. or Sleeping Beauty. Like yeah. Well, I'm old and I'm dating myself, but I literally saw Sin- uh Sleeping uh, no, I'm sorry, Snow White in theaters. I don't know if it was a reshow of it when I saw it when I was a little kid, but I was like 4 or 5 years old, I remember seeing it. It had to be a reshow cuz I think it when it originally came out like the 30s or 40s. Yeah, it must have been a reshow then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they would do that. I'm not that old, folks. But I I I I was apprehensive too when yeah. I saw the teasers that they would put out. Not that I thought it would be bad, but I was just like, I don't know if I care to see this. And I have nothing right. against Will Smith. I actually right. like him a lot. But he's, to me, you know, Robin Williams was always genie. Because that's who we grew up with. He always will be, too, uh, even after this. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but when I watched this trailer, my only issue, and this is just based on the trailer, once I do plan on seeing the movie, I'm sure once I watch the movie, my opinion will be changed because usually it does. Uh, my only issue in this was I thought the guy playing Jafar yeah. just didn't fit Jafar for me. Right. He's, like, he's, I, I had no problem with the genie once I watched it. I was like, I get it. Yep. Yeah, I like it. I'm okay with it. Yep. And everything else seemed fine. And the music was great. Yep. So, oh, yeah. Uh, hearing those songs was fantastic. Yes. Like, they're yeah. on the carpet and she's singing a whole new world. That was, oh, yeah. that took me back, man. I'll be, we'll way, I'll be way more harsh on Lion King because that was my favorite, oh, all time favorite. Oh, yeah. And I don't I mean, know I about think we're all going to be way more harsh on Lion <laughs> King. We'll see yeah. how just that goes. Because of, like, 
they keep trying to tell it's live action. Yeah. But is it really? No, it's not. It, it's it is not. not. Is it's it really? live action background, maybe, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, all right, exactly. guys. So that's uh, that's all for the Disney talk. This is not about Disney. This is about creepy. This is about scary. This is about the darkest shadows in the corners this of your house. This is about the movies that Disney will now make through 20th Century Fox. Exactly. You <laughs> yes, know when you get yes. up in the middle of the night and you got to go to the bathroom and you kind of step out into your hallway or whatever it is coming out I... of your bedroom and it's dark and there's that feeling that is that a, is, is there a form in that room looking who is is there somebody standing there that's what this kind of show is this isn't disney folks this is but history disney now owns alien did you know that yeah <laughs> oh my Dude, and die yeah. Hard. how would you feel if <laughs> disney owned history creeps rich <laughs> we're talking george lucas money here yeah okay? you're not kidding you're not kidding. maybe someday we will be disney but right now we're not right now we're history creeps uh grassroots Built from the ground up, we have the creepiest the clubhouse club. on the, club. the block. And creepiness. Exactly. So uh, this is us. This is History Creeps. We're back. Carter, Johnny, myself, Chris Chavez. Uh, let's start the way we always do, guys. We usually start with a current creep. The only person that has one this week, Johnny Townsend. What's going on? <laughs> I have a pretty major update to uh, not only an episode that we have covered before, but in the uh, in the history of of unsolved mysteries and in true crime, especially this may be one of the biggest and most famous uh, CBS News and a lot of other people covered it. But I'm just reading this from CBS News. Uh, Jack the Ripper finally identified oh, forensic scientist's claim. I saw this, dude. This is I a did too, but I didn't read the article. Big deal. Yeah, so uh, Jack the Ripper, uh, of course, the notorious serial killer in London from over a century ago, may have finally been identified by a forensic scientist in Great Britain. A test published last week in the Journal of Forensic Sciences. That sounds like an amazingly fun read. Yeah. Uh, Point to Aaron Kosminski. That's a name I'd heard too through this. He was a 23-year-old Polish barber and one of the suspects at the time. Um, of course, he's thought that then it kind of goes through a little, you know, what everybody's heard of Jack. If you listen to the show, you've heard of Jack the Ripper. He claimed uh, about five li- five women's lives pretty brutally. Uh, no one was ever charged in the numbers in the numbers in the murders on in the, in 1888. Uh, Kosminski has previously been named a possible suspect, but this yep. is the first time the supporting DNA evidence has been published in a peer-reviewed journal. Uh, the results come from a forensic forensic examination of a stained silk shawl that investigators said was found next to the mutilated body of Catherine uh, Edowos. Edo- I know I said that wrong. Uh, the killer's fourth victim, whose badly mutate, uh, mutilated body was found in, on September 30th, 1888. It was stained with blood and what is claimed to be blood and semen, uh, the latter thought to be from the uh, killer. So they're thinking that it was the killer's, you know, uh, happy juice. <laughs> and uh, they they were able now with this with the with our technology now to pause to identify that as this Kosminski guy. Uh, researchers compared fragments. 
of the DNA, which is passed down solely from one's mother, retrieved from the shawl with samples taken from living descendants of Edouard's and Kosminski to one of Kosminski's living descendants. Uh, of course, this isn't 100%, uh, but critics say key details on specific gen- uh, genetic variants identified and compared between DNA samples were not included in the paper. So in other words, there's not it's not 100% set in stone that this is absolute truth. Uh, they also question whether the shawl is viable evidence. So they don't even really know. Uh, so there's a lot of questions with this. But it was published in a apparently a really well-respected scientific paper or magazine, whatever they call those things. Now, there's things that, we, that I would never know how to read. <laughs> and uh, this is pretty wild, guys. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's a big deal. Like this has probably been one of the most uh, well-known, unexplained serial killer, early serial killer uh, type things in history. So, so, and and there were so many people that that were considered um, suspects, not just suspects, but suspects that like this guy could have been the guy. Like, like literally, we could be looking at at the face of the guy that did it. Um, like you said, there was so much investigation back in those days. So many people had been brought in, questioned. So a lot of times through history, there's been uh, you know authors and, and, and historians that have been like, I know who it is. Based on my research, this and that, it's this person. I don't know how many times we've heard that this has been solved. Um, but this one's a big deal because when it comes to DNA, it's one of those things where it's complete, like you can't fake this right it's legit this is what it is until like five years from now when we find out dna is completely inadmissible but i think we're kind of already going that way now (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're getting to a point where it's almost kind of like we don't know uh but right now from what we know it's almost damning evidence when you can say the dna matches now i know you're saying like they said they're not sure if this is something that's admissible in regards to uh, where it was found and is it truly this guy? Because it could have been that this barber came and saw this lady of the night during those times and that was his DNA, but he didn't kill her. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's it's just more – it's just as many questions as answers really. But it's still crazy yeah. to think that we're at a point where we can say – yeah, this matches this guy, and we know for sure this guy was in the town at that time because he was questioned by the police at that time. And also, it just makes you think, how long does semen last? It lasts forever, guys. This was over a century ago. <laughs> My Apparently God. So, so clean up well after yourselves. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> and now our podcast has ventured into new territory. <laughs> uh, no, dude, I did. I saw this and I remember just thinking, holy crap, this is actually a pretty big deal. Um, I yeah. don't know, though. I've always thought to myself that we are going to find out who did it. At some point, we're going to get to a point technologically uh, so far advanced in, in sophistication and the stuff that we have scientifically that... At some point, we're going to figure it out, right? Like, I'm sure they have yeah. a hair or they have something that was on her body at the time that says it was this person, and we'll figure yeah, it out. And the only reason, the only reason to do it now is just to get the answer, because other than that, it doesn't matter. I mean, you can't. Right. Those people are long gone. So yeah, what are you? Not, do? You can't punish anybody. Exactly. Exactly. 
Imagine if they started putting into laws where, like, as a descendant, you had to to serve the time of your your ancestor because they weren't here to do it. I think there's dude. If you say that's for country, real, there's that's a country that does that now, and I can't remember which country. Stop. It is. Yeah, where like you can be punished for uh, your descendants' crimes. No, basically, dude, that's horrible. How can you do that? How can you do that? Uh, just ethically, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I'm with you on that. <laughs> Good Lord, I don't want to know what any of my ancestors did then. I don't even Seriously. want to know who they were. <laughs> right? I, I, I'm cool being blind to all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have any desire to know those things. No, that's quite all right. No thanks. So uh, yeah, that's Not- a that's a crazy current creep, dude. That's uh that's uh that's another like little chapter in the story that is Jack the Ripper. Oh yeah, oh yeah, fascinating. Exactly. Uh, so, Carter, this week it's your it's it's uh it's your turn. You've got a topic for us and the people abroad. What's going on, man? Uh, well, I've got a I've got a little interesting disappearance here, and you know how Ooh. I get with the disappearances. And we've been on a theme of disappearances. We have, we have. This one is a little bit outside of our uh normal wheelhouse, though, and you'll see why hmm. here as I get into it. Okay. Um, what I, one thing I want to point out when I before I start this is that uh, this is one of those rare things where you can't – there is no Wikipedia article on this. So I couldn't start there and pick out the, you know, the different sources that they always have at the bottom of the page. Right, to verify the info. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there, there wasn't even a Wikipedia page at all for this. So this all comes from Google research. Uh, and so what we have here is – Failure to communicate. The failure to communicate. Exactly. (laughs) Um, I know that one from Major Pain. Anyway. Nice. uh, The disappearance of a man named Mel Wiley, who, and I'm going to, I'm going to tell you a little bit about his job history because it's going to be important down the road. Uh, This man was an, a former army intelligence officer, a former FBI forensic specialist, and a background investigator for the Department of Defense. He also worked as a reporter for a paper called The Gazette. In 1966, he became a police officer, and he joined a department called the Hinckley Township Police Department uh, in Ohio, in 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 Hinckley Township, Ohio. Okay. And that was in 1978. Four years after that, he became the chief of police. All right. So we got a uh, a very overqualified guy here in a job as a small town uh, police chief, basically, right? So on June, I'm sorry, on July 28th, 1985, uh, this guy disappears uh, at what? 4 a.m. on July 30th. Uh, the cops found his old Toyota. Before you go on, when did he disappear? July 28th, 1985. All right. So July 28th, 1985. Do you know what time of day? Like, how do they know he disappeared? What's the deal there? Uh, At 4 a.m. on July 30th, they found his abandoned 1980 Toyota station Ah, at Lakefront State Park uh, in Lake Erie or around Lake Erie. Ooh. Uh, Exactly. Uh, the car was locked and inside the car, they found his wallet, 
with all of his, everything was still in it. The cash, all of that stuff was still in the wallet. Uh, suntan lotion, a beach towel, and a pack of cigarettes. Wow. Now, one thing, I, one thing I'm going to point out here real quick. Um, I'm a smoker, or I'm a former smoker. You don't leave your you don't pack leave of your cigarettes, cigarettes behind. Yeah, you yep. don't leave your cigarettes behind. That's why I said okay? wow. Even but- if you're even if you're like you know planning to disappear or whatever, you don't leave your cigarettes right. behind. That's why I'm I, a joker. <laughs> but that is why I'm I say I say wow because I like that's the truth. You're right, Carter. Like if somebody's leaving their pack of cigarettes behind, you know mm-hmm. something happened to them that was not a, a, it was against their will because a smoker brings if he parked and wanted to walk you know, five feet to the ocean's edge at a beach, he's bringing his cigarettes with him because at some point he's going to want to light up and enjoy that view with a cigarette. So if you're finding a car and somebody's cigarettes are in them, you can guarantee almost always that person is missing. Let's put us in this world. 1985. You know what song people are listening to in July of 1985? You know this song by Paul Young, Every Time You Go Away? You take a piece Every of time you yes. go away. Yes, you take yeah, a piece of me with you. When I was a little kid, dude, <laughs> I used yep. I used to think when I was a little kid, I used to think the lyrics were you take a piece of meat with you. And I don't know why, but in my head I saw somebody like leaving the house and pulling out a, like steak a steak from the fridge as they walked yeah. out. Or like some lunch meat <laughs> or something, maybe. You know exactly the movie Real Genius, directed by Martha Coolidge, is one of the most viewed movies released in 1985. While The Dangerous Summer by Ernest Ernest Hemingway is one of the best-selling books. I just want to put us in the mindset of July 1985 because it feels like Real it's Genius such a is good a great year. movie. Such a good year. <laughs> All right, we're 1985. This guy's car is found. Uh, he's got some belongings in it and his pack of cigarettes, which literally should send alarm bells through law enforcement head uh, yes okay so initially they believe that he drowned in the lake okay because like he it's went kind for of a, a swim it's, it's almost like a it's almost like a a, a no duh solution you know oh we found the car locked here by the lake we don't find him he probably fell in the lake and drowned what? right i don't think that'd be my first thought i don't I, for me i i feel like it would be like really? because you know you know how how like it's always like the simplest thing is usually the right answer, you know. But how? Okay, so is this dude known for like on his uh, on his days off going to the lake and parking and going for a swim? Why is that their I'll, first thought? I'll get I'll get I'll get into that. Okay, Ooh, okay. This, is, this just gets interesting and interesting. Here we Ooh, go. Here we go. Twists and so turns. He, so he told he told uh, a girlfriend, like his girlfriend, that he planned to buy a swimsuit and go swimming with a buddy from out of town. Ooh, okay. Here we go. He didn't. He didn't like to swim because he had he didn't like exposing his body because he had radiation burns uh, on his body. From what? I don't know. I can't find out. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of weird because this could go into the paranormal realm, right? Did he have radiation burns because he came in close contact with the UFO? Here's where it's going to get even stranger. Uh oh. Okay, they found his apartment. Perfect condition. And it was locked, but he'd left a window open and he'd left extra water and food for his two cats. Oh, so he plant. Wait, he left the window open, though. He doesn't care if his yeah. cats leave. Well, maybe it's like, a, you know, a high up window or a screen. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, screen. it could be a okay. screen, too. OK. 
But he planned on taking care of his cats because he knew he was going to be gone for a minute. So, okay, I'm down with that. That's cool. At least you took care of your cats, dude. At the time, at the time of his disappearance, he was writing a novel about a homicide in Pennsylvania. Hmm. The cops were unable to locate the manuscript after his disappearance. Wait, what? He also wrote. He also wrote a book of poetry, but that apparently uh, disappeared as well. What? He took his music collection, envelopes, stamps, typewriter paper, and his address book, which I assume they found in the car. Uh, I was going to say, but it's not listed in the belongings, so that stuff seems to have disappeared along with this guy. Sounds like this dude was going somewhere to like set up shop for, for a month, maybe, and get away so he could write. The top drawer of his desk at the police station was completely empty except for his apartment key. So he wanted them to be able to get into his apartment. Well, he says it says he wrote a letter to a female friend saying that he wanted to disappear because he was tired of his life. All right. Okay. He said that he'd be 2,500 miles away by the time his friend got this letter. His friend never received the letter and investigators never found it, but they figured out what the, what the letter was composed of by looking at the ribbon on his office typewriter. Whoa, dude, that's crazy. That's some awesome uh, investigative work. Yeah, who thought to right? do that? Right? Who's Seriously, that detective? That's like some I Resident w- Evil shit right there. Do you want to take <laughs> do you want to take the ribbon, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I want that I want that detective right there. I want him to get a promotion. The dude that said go check the ribbon on that typewriter and see what he typed out last. Like that yeah, guy, are you impressive. serious? Here's here's an even stranger thing. He had told people he wanted to retire from police work at age 50 so he could write full time, but okay. he disappeared 3 years before he could do this. Huh. He didn't make any large withdrawals from his bank account and he left his entire police pension fund behind, untouched. Ooh, yeah, that does that's not a good look. Unless this guy now, was, had money coming in somewhere or he was squirreling it away where you had no clue where it was kept. That's not a good look when not mo- no money is touched. His forensic specialty at the FBI was fingerprints. Boom. He knows how to get around that. Okay. Exactly. They don't believe it was a murder or a suicide. The investigators don't. They think he staged his disappearance and just sort of left his life behind. The guy was declared dead in 93. But technically the case is, you know, unsolved. Because they've never, they don't, you know, there's no clear indication of what, like, what happened. Again, for me, it's almost like one of the big things is always money, right? Like maybe if somebody wanted to disappear, one of the, one of the things you'll see is maybe planning it months and months in advance, maybe four or five months earlier, they took out a large sum of money from their account and that was it. And maybe you're not thinking anything of it. Maybe they're making a big purchase. There's a a present, uh, something to invest in. Cool. We're remodeling the kitchen. Yeah. Who says you can't take money out, right? Uh, it's my money, and I need it now. But if you're going to disappear, there's nobody, dude, who can leave without any money, without any money, and, and start car, new. Too. You can't why start leave new. Why your car there? Why not take your car? F- if you're going to abandon it, why not at least get it out of state? Or your, oh, even your pack of cigarettes, bro. Like you said, yeah. as a smoker, 
you don't leave your cigarettes behind. It's literally like the code, right? Yeah. Yeah, but my thought would be if if they're right and that he wanted to disappear, which just so everybody knows, that's perfectly legal. If you're an adult, you're you yeah. can do this. So you if just you disappear. So if you at home are unhappy with your life, yes, <laughs> history creeps completely it's supports also, disappearing. It's also it's also kind of selfish. Yeah. Uh, but um, was he married? I can't remember if you said he had a girlfriend. girlfriend. He had divorced actually. Kids? He had a girlfriend. What about remember. kids? I think Carter said that. No kids. Okay, so in technically, does he have uh, uh, surviving parents? You know what I mean? Uh, siblings that would worry? Uh, actually, the car was given to him by his deceased brother. Oof. So when his family found out that he had left the car behind, they were like, nah, he wouldn't, he wouldn't leave the car behind. Right. He loved that yeah, car. But you also got to realize that he, he, he comes from the field in which he knows yeah. what exactly. people will be looking for. Yeah. So if if you plan to disappear and you don't want nobody to know where you're going, you know exactly the yeah. things you need to leave behind, even you wanna, if you don't want to. You want to know why I don't buy that one? Because he didn't take his typewriter ribbon. I don't know who would think of that though. That's why I was that that shocked me. What? Whoever thought of that is a flipping genius, right? That was literally Sherlock Holmes walking into the room <laughs> yes. and looking around, and everybody's just like, "We're done. There's nothing here." Watson's like, "Let's and go, he's like, Sherlock." And he's like typewriter ribbon. He's like. Uh, elementary, my dear Watson, take the typewriter. He's like, but you have yeah. 20 typewriters, Sherlock. You collect them. Yes, but this one has the ribbon that gives us the reason. <laughs> Dude, like, that's insane. But, I, I mean, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, I can't. Okay, so if they thought he died in the in the, in the lake, obviously they dragged the lake, right? It's a lake. It's obviously. not like it's it's not like it's got an outlet where where the body's gonna wash off into the ocean. It's a lake. It's it's a finite amount of space. Uh, when they dragged this, if it's still an open case, that means they didn't find a body. So that that theory of the dude drowning, just fucking taking an, an afternoon swim, uh, it, it does it doesn't work. It doesn't hold water. Not ex- exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but I will say, I will say though, there are a lot of lakes. I don't know how this lake is, but there are some where uh, it's just the visibility is so poor, and there's so many fish and stuff that will just eat whatever's in the, you know whatever's in the lake. Ooh. That it's possible. It's possible uh, that he, maybe he drowned. And he just never found a body. That I think that is a possibility. Uh, you're right. I mean, there are like here in New York, uh, we have a set of lakes in the center of the state called the Finger Lakes. Um, and one of them is so deep that back in the day, the Navy used to hold submarine drills there. Uh, so you're right, dude. Who knows what this lake is like? But I don't yeah, know. I just a, feel like in, there's in North this... Carolina in North Carolina. Our lakes, they're tough to see under because we have a certain type of mud that we have that makes it very tough to see things under the water. Carter can attest to this. Agreed. Yeah, and it's very tough. So, like, if you try to disturb something that, let's say something fell to the bottom of the lake and you try to, and you're trying to search for it and you can't really see. It kicks you're just up the it cloud. Because you're kicking mud and dirt and stuff that up. That whole yeah. cloud of mud and, and dirt. It's red, and it's, like, red and dark here. Oof. So. Man. 
This is it's an interesting. This is a weird case, dude. I would love to look more into it and find out how many more facts we can find out with this, because it just you're right. As an investigator, as a as a detective or a police officer, he knows what they're going to look for. So he's going to make sure they're not going to find it if he truly wants to disappear. And these were things that he told people. But I'm still of the mind like, where's the extra money coming from? Because even if you want to completely disappear, it's completely legal to do so. You can pack up your stuff right now, Johnny. Uh, tell your, grandpa- your, your parents that you're just going over to Trevor's house. They have no clue. You get in your car, you take off, and you never come back again. Completely legal. But where well, do you come back go? They made dinner or something. But, yeah. <laughs> where, but that's my point. Where do you go and be able to eat? Be able to find lodging? Be able to get new clothes? Start yeah, I, a I brand mean, new I, you're life. Not, you're not wrong. But there have been many cases where where people. I've, this happened on Unsolved Mysteries once. I remember the story uh, where this guy went missing. Like they found his car. Uh, and they found all his stuff in the car. And they're like, he never would leave this stuff. So they thought the worst. And they never found a body. And literally, over a decade later, they found him living somewhere else with another family because uh, they just wanted to leave that. They just wanted to leave that behind. But that's my point. It almost sounds like maybe this guy had another family already started, and he decided, I'm going to go to that family and stay with them now. But there you go. He's already got yeah. something happening where th- there's there's a shelter. There's things waiting for him almost. Yeah, but I mean, he didn't have that when he... I don't think this person had it when they left. Though. Oh, well, like he literally disappeared and said, you know what? I'm going to start a brand new life in a brand new family. Yeah, basically. And did yeah. they explain how he afforded that? I think it went through that he, he was, this is, I mean, this was like in the seventies or eighties uh, and he could like, you can kind of go around doing odd jobs, that type of deal. That's right. Back I think, in those I think days. that's what he did. I mean, it's been forever since I've seen it, but I mean, I guess you're right. You could do that, right? Like if I wanted to, to just cut up and leave, I could get in my car tomorrow uh, drive to the next state over and apply for a job immediately. And if I get that job, I, I got a paycheck coming in a week, two weeks. Yeah. Uh, it could be done. Yeah. I guess you're right. It could be done. Live in yeah. your car for about a month and, and, and just struggle it out, build up some paychecks, put a down payment on a on an apartment, a security deposit, you're good to go. It's, I mean, it's possible. I'm not saying that's what happened here, but I think it's a possibility. I In my gut, from what it sounds like, I think he just went up and left. Yeah, yeah, it seems very likely that yeah. he just started over. But I'm going to go the history creeps route and say that those uh, those burns on his body were from contact with a UFO. And uh, yeah, he was planning on doing a little getaway where he can go and write a new no- his novel and get it done with. Uh, you know, people knew what he was doing. He he packed his car. He had his stuff with him. He left his 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 apartment key at his office. If anybody had a question, they could go and find out what happened. He parked well, actually, next to the. Actually, he made lake. a date with his girlfriend for the next day. There you go. He was ready to even have a date with her and tell her, "Look, I'm about to go and head out to the cabin uh, down south. You know, the one I have rented out, so I can uh, write this novel and finally get it done." Uh, before that date even happens, though, he stops at the lake that he loves to basically sit by. With an afternoon, uh, you know, Burger King meal, have a cigarette, stare at the lake, and just kind of zone out for a minute. And all of a sudden, he's seeing those strange lights in the sky again. And he starts freaking out. And he's like, oh my God, not again, not again. Done, gone. They took him. I like this theory because it's more fun. 
I agree. That's my yeah. history and creeps it's not, theory. It's not entirely unplausible either. At least not for me, man. Not for me. I want to believe. Well, you don't know. That's what I mean. Every theory is plausible because you don't know. There's no, like, that's why we're talking about this, you know? if, if Like what Johnny just said, oh, they found the guy 10 years later. Okay, we're not talking about that case, are we? Because it ain't interesting. They found the guy, you know? Like, we're, we're talking about this because a police chief went missing, basically. And you, that's why I brought this up to you guys, because we all read the newspaper. We all see these horrible things when these police officers get killed and they like immediately, you know, a couple of days, maybe a week at the most. And they've got somebody, you know, they've got the guy that did this. So it just seems to me a cop disappears. Wouldn't you kind of get the same response? You would think, yeah. You know, we're going to look for him until we find the guy. Right. You know what I mean? Because just like a smoker, when it comes to cops uh, losing cops, when it comes to military losing military, it's always you leave no one behind. You left no stone unturned. You do what you have to do, right? And I'm not saying that they didn't do that. But what I'm saying is it's odd if they did do that, that they didn't find him or find some clue as to where he went. It's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's always weird if somebody is actually able to pull off the whole disappearing without a trace, but I will say if anybody's going to be able to do it, it'd be somebody who knows the ins and outs of what the police would look for. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Cool story, dude. Like I'd never heard of this one. This was, uh, like you said, it's not, it's not meaty. There's not a whole lot to it, but when you really start to break it down, all these little pieces are very fascinating and, and it starts to make you question certain things and just say, wait, what? Cool story. That's why it's more mysterious. Cause there's, there's nothing, you know, there's no meaty parts to it. That's why it's so, so strange. And, it's not, and it, there's nothing like, Oh, he had money troubles. You know, yeah. or, or he was behind on his mortgage or any, there's nothing like that, like that would, you know, that would give it a reason for him to run away other than I'm bored with this crap and I want to start over. You know, what if his book was actually released, but under his new name? Dude, I was thinking that, too. Yeah. Like, what if this guy's just been just been writing books? <laughs> yeah, what if there's like an hires, author we all know? And hires some guy <laughs> yeah. to, like, take the author photos and shit. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That would be insane, right? This sounds like something uh, Stephen King would write. Right? Seriously. Yeah. Like, this is this is some crazy stuff when you, like Johnny said, when you get into it and you and you start picking all this stuff apart. This is just, this one's weird, man. That's what caught my eye was that it's just, yeah, it's so just ma- weird. And so many authors don't use their real names anyway. Like you know, so who knows? Who? Yeah, knows? there's there's no telling, man. Good one, dude. Good one. I'm glad that you fellows liked it. All right, uh, pleases me. You guys have anything <laughs> else before we move on? Here we leave the clubhouse and leave it to the creepers. Yeah, just one more thing. Uh, I mean, literally, and this is what's really mind blowing about this: over a hundred years that semen lasted. <laughs> over a hundred years, eighteen eighty-eight. <laughs> it's two thousand and nineteen. 
I think uh, I think all three of us are thinking back to our teenage years and certain gym socks. That oh we my! <laughs> Should have burned them. Yeah. <laughs> that is amazing. And with that, we leave you creepers. Hope you enjoyed this episode. We will see you next week with that's odd. Another week after that, history creeps. Uh, for Carter Johnson, for Johnny Townsend, this is Chris Chavez. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Hit the lights. Lock doors. We're leaving the Creeper Clubhouse. See you next week. As always, stay creepy.